What's up, everybody? This is Max, the SalesCast podcast, doing a little bit of a one-off today. I had some some thoughts on my mind that I wanted to share. So it's just me, no Luke, no Jed. Um, but today we're going to talk a little bit about some AE stuff um, that I used to do. So disclaimer, this script that I'm going to kind of talk about and, and show you how I use it, something that I got from Luke Ruffing, so one of our co-hosts here, but I want to talk about it a little bit in depth. Um, so I if you're in SAS, if you're in an AE role, or even if in your, you're in an SDR role and you want to kind of learn some AE tactics and some tricks or some scripts that you can use, um, if you're in that SAS role, you're probably going to be selling based on usage or based on user count. And in my case, it was based on user count. Um, so really what I wanted to talk about is what do you do when someone comes to you and says, hey, you know, I want to start with a lower user count right now, roll it out to the team make sure that they all adopt it. And then over time, as we see the impact, we can start to, to add some more users. Most common, that was probably the most common objection that I got, especially once we got to the negotiation phase of things. Obviously, if I did a really good job, like selling the impact and the value that you know my product could have on them, I wouldn't really run into it. But oftentimes people are really price conscious. Um, so you want to keep you know, you want to make sure that um, you're doing everything you can to get those users in. Cause I know the way I was paid as an AE is I get paid on that upfront deal. I don't make any money on the back end. So every user, every onboarding or services fee that I can get in upfront, the better. Um, so this is kind of what I would use. So typically when someone says this to me, um, I'll do uh, some Josh Brown tactics. And this script is something that I literally role played with Luke live before a call. Um, that I was about to walk into. And ever since then, I used it on a bunch of different calls. Didn't work every single time, but um, it did work a couple times and that's better than it not working at all. Um, so I, th I thought it would be good to share. Um, so usually the way I'm going to start this off is whoever the DM or the champion is, I'm going to say, you know, hey, John, it sounds like you want to start with 20 users instead of the 30. Does that sound about right? You want to get them to confirm. So he's going to say something like, yeah, Max, that sounds right. The 20 sounds good. 40 is just a little too much for us right now. And the next question I would ask is, you know, when do you want to roll this out to the rest of your team? You know, I think we want to start with, you know, the initial 20 right now. And if it goes well, probably in, I would say, two to four months, um, if everything runs smoothly, we'll want to roll out those those uh, those additional 20 users. Huh. Sounds like you need this to be easy to use for the rest of your team. Yeah, you know, we've had some issues in the past when we purchased software, so... Um, we just want to make sure that we can get this initial 20 out, we can onboard them. And then once we start to see that impact, like I said, then we can roll everything else out. But I just really want to make sure that, that it works up front. From here, this is when I'm going to start to go into a little bit uh, of holding the conversation down and, and guiding it the way that I want to. Um, so from here, I'd say something like, you know, happy to get you started with those 20 users. Um, but I'm curious, what would be the impact if you could actually get everyone up and running right now? You know, like I said, we've had some issues in the past with um, rolling out our software to too many people at once. Um, obviously, we wouldn't be here if we didn't find some issues in our contracting process. But, you know, I'd, I, I would rather do it slow and do it right than just get everybody in the door at all. Gotcha. Makes sense. Well, the reason I ask is it sounds like what you want, what you guys want to do is, is have that roll, slow rollout. Like you said, you've had some issues with onboarding in the past. Um but, you know, I'm a little hesitant to, hesitant to bring this up and our goals for, you know, Q4 and at the end of Q4 and now in Q1 are focused around adoption. Um, so the other thing that happened in the beginning of this year was we had our finance team present about the importance of onboarding and all this other stuff. 
um, that, you know, most of which I don't really care about, but what they finished with at the end was when you look at the life cycle of all of our, all of our uh, customers, most of them tend not to churn or leave us when they get entire bundles of team together um, to start off at the same time. Because what usually happens is you'll see a client come in, they start with 10 users in sales and they add 20 and then you have different users at different skill sets. And then you have users who are frustrated, users who are used to using the product, it becomes difficult, or you, you roll it out cross-functionally. So you have some sales, some HR, and it doesn't really work that well. We've noticed that when you roll those in, those larger user counts, so in your case, your sales reps, if you bring them all in at the same time, it's going to be a little bit less friction because everyone's going to be on the same starting page. Um, so with that, they presented us those numbers and they are going to allow us some price unlocks if we can bundle teams together instead of separating them out. I don't know if you would be interested in seeing that pricing, you let me know. So that's really the way that I would take it. Um, the whole goal, and I say this when it comes to cold calls or any kind of script is to really uncover what the actual objection is. So in my experience, probably one of three things happens if they don't say, yeah, you know, that would be great to see that pricing is one objection is gonna be, you know, that they might ask me is, are you, you know, logistic, logistically going to be able to onboard all 40 of us at the same time. So that might be an actual objection of it. You might actually think, hey, look, we've had problems in the past with buying software and we, we've never been able to onboard everybody equally and it's been terrible. Um, that other objection that I've run into now is um, price. So if it's a cash flow issue, you want to determine that. So if they can't pay for that 40 up front, you want to get them to admit to that. Sometimes people don't want to admit to that especially if you're working like an SMB size deal and it's a little bit smaller, they might feel a little embarrassed or uncomfortable. I don't know, pricing conversations do get awkward sometimes. Um, so you want to think about that. It might actually be a cash flow issue instead of just like, you know, hey, onboarding, we're scared of onboarding. That might not be the real problem. It might be like, hey, we can't pay for everything up front, in which case you'll have to come up with some different types of payment terms, whether that's, you know, net 30, net 60, net 90 day payment terms or buying or purchasing on a biannual contract. So pay half now, half later, quarterly payments, you know, whatever it may be, you might have to figure that out. But the whole goal of a script like that is to uncover the actual objection. You know, if it is for sure, the fact that they're afraid of the onboarding process, you want to confirm that if it's not, then you want to uncover whatever the other objections are. Like I said, this doesn't work all the time. It has worked for me in the past. Um, but you know, take it with a grain of salt. It doesn't work for everybody. But like I always say, um, obviously modify the script. I'll post it in there uh, in the chat once I post this on LinkedIn so you guys can see what the actual uh, script breakdown looks like. Um, but I appreciate you guys taking a listen. And if you have any more questions about it, feel free to reach out to Luke Ruffin because he's the one that created it. Um, so thanks. Have a good, a good one.